0: Here is my reality reflection for today.
1: The more you read the Word, the more the Word reads you. Think about it. Have you read a a Bible verse like, I don't know, a month ago, six months, a year ago, maybe 10 years ago, maybe 20, 30 years ago? And it made different sense back then, or maybe it didn't make sense at all. That's what I'm talking about. The more we read the word, the more the word then speaks to us. We're not reading about Jesus and the Pharisees and all these people 2,000 plus years ago. God is speaking to us right here, right now. Right Here, right, now. And that is what I want everyone to do today. Whether you read the readings that are provided through the Catholic Conference, uh, USCCB, United Catholic Conference of Bishops, org, I think, or whatever. I mean, I know in Catholicism, and I know there are people who are not Catholic that listen to this every single day we have the same readings that everybody reads and are reflecting on in Mass daily and Sunday. Can you imagine? Let's just think about this for a second. If everybody was reading the Word on their own, but it was the same Word, and if... They were hearing what God was specifically saying to them. We would all be voluntarily seeking to do God's will every day. And if we were all seeking to do God's will every day, think about what this earth would be like. What caught me today. Of course, I'm going to read it to you. Okay, it's. It's the Alleluia, Hebrews 4, verse 12. One verse, but packed, 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 packed. Okay, here we go. The word of God is living and effective, able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. Let me read that again, because it's deep. Seems pretty simple. But if you really sit with this for a while, it's intense. The word of God is living and effective. Living and effective. Those two words, who doesn't want to be living and effective in your life around the people that you are, with the tasks that you have in your spiritual life? The word of God is living and effective able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. So, some of you may read the readings and listen to other people interpret what the gospel means. I've encouraged all of you many times to stop doing that. Try to read it on your own and see what the Lord is trying to tell you. I have a coaching client who is working on this. Would read the Magnificat with all of the other you know, goodies in it. And I just said, don't read those. You can read the readings, but read them on your own first. Because I don't like... When I shifted from listening to everybody else, right, CatholicMom.com, Bishop Robert Barron, Father Michael Schmitz, I mean, I was all over the place. But that was important at that time because I was really just trying to learn the interpretation of the Bible. It wasn't until I started mental prayer on my own And using all of the daily readings as my meditation, right? Reading from top to bottom, seeing if a word comes out, if a phrase, if a theme, and then you pray and you sit on that. And by the way, meditation, mental prayer, there's an outcome. We don't just sit there and do it just to check the box and get on with our lives. There is a, there's supposed to be. And it doesn't happen every time. I mean, come on. Prayer is different. Every day is different. Some days you're going to have mountaintop experiences. Other days you're going to be (laughs) not on that mountain, let's just say. But you have to know that in every valley, there's a mountain on each side. So if you just keep walking, you're going to be up in that mountaintop again very soon. Have confidence. Know that the season that you're in will end when? Who knows? God. So this is the lovely part that we hate to do so much, which is humbling ourselves and surrendering, surrendering our lives to him. But I really want you to read the word And here. So one of my clients, sorry, I started that story, never, never finished it, is working on that because, again, she was reading everything else. And when we met last week, I said, did anything jump out at you? And she's like, yeah, there was this verse. I don't remember the verse, but to me, I would have never received the message that she did in that reading because my life and my situation is not hers. And so I'm sharing this with you because I want you to understand and be reminded because maybe you do understand that everyone is on a different journey. But every single one of us needs to move our feet toward God and continue to increase our spiritual life, meaning our time with God, in prayer, dedicated, but also in life, talking to Him, praying, delivering, really, honestly, living with purpose and meaning. So the verse was something like this is the old testament god was going to come back i think it was in isaiah god was going to come back and save everyone from slavery and exile and bring them back home and for me you know it it would interpret in my mind something about don't worry this earth is really short the time here <laughs> you will be saved and you will be in heaven with me eventually you know i didn't i'm i'm here you will be with me. And for her, it was something totally different. And I'm not going to share exactly the story because that would not be good. That's our stuff. But it was something that I could have never heard. Why? Because that's not me. I'm not in that situation. And then you got to think, okay, whose voice was it? So that's what we went through. We walked through the possibilities of it being her voice because she wants this so bad, God's voice or Satan's voice messing with her. And honestly, we came to the conclusion that God is speaking to her and she needs to work on patience right now. That's what she's hearing, but she's getting validation that God is hearing her. He's working on it. It's just not right now. And there are other things that are happening in this person's life that I 1000% believe is totally driven by God. And as we talk, she starts to see that too. And you're right, she says. That's what coaching is about. Coaching is about helping you in your personal, professional life, your spiritual life, and all of the relationships in those lives. But really focusing on the most important relationship, our first commandment, which is to love God with all our mind, body, soul, and strength. So that we can love ourselves and love others, which is that second greatest commandment. And we can't do that without God. God needs to change our heart, our mind, our deeds, our words. And that takes time. And we're called to respond. And sometimes we just don't respond fast, correctly. We respond, but then we fall back. We respond, then we fall back. And that is the road of life. So sit down with a reading today and allow God to speak to you. Hopefully there's something That he's going to tell you to work on today or to do today. It may be something as simple as, you need to let go more. You need to have more humility and stop trying to control your life. Those are solid messages. (laughs) And it could be something as weird as call your mother. Which is what happened to me one time. And I didn't want to, but I did because I heard not verbally, but in my head again, numerous times that day in prayer, in mass, after mass. And so I called my mom, seven minute conversation. She talked me right off the ledge. It was perfect. God knew exactly what I needed. And I told her that it wasn't the half an hour conversation. So funny. I got. I was actually talking to my mom last night and my husband went to a surprise birthday party. I stayed home with a dog that we're watching of my brothers and he comes home and I'm, I just hang up with my mom and I look down. I'm like, whoa, we were on the phone for two and a half hours. So this just goes to show you that when I get on the phone with my mom, it's not typically seven minutes. My husband's like, what in the heck can you talk about for two, two and a half hours? And I'm like, well, look at us. You know, we sit here at this little island all night long, yapping and talking and listen to You know, all you people on the podcast, yeah, that girl can talk. Well, that must be my mother's daughter. (laughs) Anyway, that's what I want you to do. Sit with it. What is God trying to tell you? And then work on it for that day because tomorrow he may tell you something different. I mean, that's really what it's all about. Every day is new with God. But the Bible should be exciting for you to read. What is God going to tell me today? And don't be discouraged if you open up the Bible and it goes to some verse that has nothing to do with your life. You're totally confused with it. I actually did that with Christine on my, um our radio show that we had and, uh, she picked up, I didn't have a hardcover Bible. It was at my lake house that I had at the time. And she opened her book and I went to my phone and mine was horrible. Hers wasn't that good either. But the other day I did that and it was so powerful. It started with, and this is the morsel. Watch. I will give this morsel to the one who will betray me. (laughs) That was where it started. And it went, and I just kept going. It was like John 14, all the way to to John 16. Read those. Wow. Incredible. It was basically the faith in a couple of chapters. In- insane. Okay. I'm going to stop. As much as I want to keep hammering it on. Oh, I just want you all to have that that beautiful enlightenment and Vision, hearing, seeing, right? This listening and feeling God actually talking to you through words in a book, through pictures on a screen, through videos, I, I it's everywhere through this dog. Do you know how many times I've thanked God for this little puppy who's brought me back to the way it was to have a dog and how fun it is to have an unconditional body of life, just your home, like, 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 look. you know, like little happy water on the ground. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's awesome. There's reasons God has put these animals in our lives for us to take care of and to love. And I don't know, I'm going on and on because I want you to see this stuff in your life so that you can just be so grateful and that you can look through The hard times and the difficult times because you're able to just say, okay, God, I hate this situation right now. I don't agree with it. I don't like it. I'm giving it to you though, because I know that you have a better plan and I don't know what that is, but I need more trust in you, Lord, so that I can be patient and allow you to do what you do which is good and miracles in this world. Sorry for this being late. Update, I, my husband woke up and I rolled over and I laid on my side. This is such a huge thing for me. And I wasn't in massive pain, so I just still laid there for a little bit. Lord knows I was in a good spot and he had me go to sleep. So I fell asleep for another hour and a half. Pretty crazy. And uh, still fighting this little congestion. I am not sick. I know I sound probably sick, but I'm not. I'm feeling a lot better. Dizziness. Uh, we're doing this bipolar vertigo, positional bi- bipolar. Sorry. <laughs> Some of you may think I am, but <laughs> but I'm not. Um, positional vertigo. It's like BPPV. It's called. So I've been doing these exercises to try to get. The ear crystals back into my inner ear, which I think is what's happening with this whole, you know, me sleeping on with no pillow on a mattress on my back, I think, jogged those things out. So I'm a, I'm, I'm, just laughing at how once my husband was retired, we just everything fell. <laughs> he got sick, then I got sick and then his back and my neck. And yeah, well, we're just getting it out of the way is what I'm saying. Anyway, I just want to just give you an update. Thank you for your prayers because there was two mornings ago where I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, I feel great. And I don't know if it was from all of your prayers, but I can't imagine it didn't help. So thank you for those who have put me, put me on your heart when you're talking to God. I am so not worthy, never, never worthy enough for that. And I love people who actually do intercessory prayer. I had um, one of my clients take this free test on charisms. And I I actually have, I give it to everybody, but I just found the free one recently. So some of my clients are gone. But it's awesome because what you do is you take the test and you learn about your God-given charisms, which are different. If you listened to the readings yesterday, Sunday the 16th, of January 2022, someone might be listening to this a year later, but it was all about the gifts, the Holy Spirit charisms of healing, of talking with speaking in tongues, of interpreting tongues, of prophecy. And those aren't little talents that we have. It's not like, oh, you can play piano and you just keep practicing and it gets better. These are inherent things that God gave us at birth. And one of those is an intercessory prayer. And that isn't me. I don't have that charism. I do pray for people. When people ask me to pray for them, I do. But I don't seek that out. A lot of people, some in the religious life, that's all they do. They're called to pray for others. Called to pray for the reparation of sinners, etc. So it's It's awesome to think and feel and actually experience that prayers are impacting my life from all of you out there. And I just want to thank you. And that's, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Again, and though some of you may may have that intercessory gift where you feel all the time you want to pray for people. And again, it's a great gift. It's on my list. We all have the charisms, but they're just, you know. Lower than others. (laughs) So that's what it is. The numbers in the list get higher and you go to the top, and then the ones that you're not so good at. Oddly enough, hospitality is one of them that I'm not good at. And of course, administration, which I know I'm not good at. (laughs) If any of you have worked with me on coordinating anything, you know that too. But it's really cool, really interesting, all the different charisms. Um, If you want, I'll look up, I don't have it with me, so I will give you, if you want, I can put the link in the description. I'll put the link in the description and then of the podcast, and then you guys can go take it and see where you stand. It's it's really interesting. Maybe I'll share what mine are after I take this. I don't think I have the results anymore. There's another one, Sorry. If you want to disconnect, you can (laughs) have a blessed and inspired day, but I want to say there's another program from, uh, St. Catherine of Siena, which is called called and gifted. It's a 10 hour program. It goes in depth into explaining all of the charisms. And then you take this test, you figure out where you are, and then you continue down the road of how your charisms can be further developed, further used, what they really mean kind of thing really neat. And there was a, a moment during my journey that I thought, well, maybe I want to help people do this because through the called and gifted, you then have a, have a call with someone who's trained and you walk through the gifts and you dive in more in particularly with you. So that's the, the difference. The other one, you just get the results. And I think there's probably some definitions and explanation of them. Okay, the word. (laughs) I just laugh at how I ran from the Bible for so long. How I didn't understand any of the stories. And in the beginning of my journey, you have to know that I didn't even know why Jesus died for us. I didn't know that Jesus was God. I didn't know an Old Testament versus the New Testament. I certainly didn't know any of the people in it. Maybe Adam and Eve. I'm sharing this because I want you all to know that we all start from nothing. Nothing. I was just sharing with a client the other day how you would have to pay me, and a, and a lot of money at that, to go back to school. Because <laughs> this chick is not <clears throat> a school person. Excuse me. I, I skated by in life. In school, I was a BC student. Yeah, I cheated on my tests, especially like things like chemistry and the things that I just didn't get. had a friend that sat next to me and let me look at her paper. I did that in college, too. And I think about, you know, I just didn't really want to learn. I had no inquisitive mind. I didn't have any critical thinking at all. I was living the worldly life sucked into every moment being entertained by music and TV, radio, whatever. And yeah, the only time I have ever had a thirst for knowledge was right after my confession, my reconciliation with God after being apart from him for 26 years. And that was when the Holy Spirit put in my heart that this Catholic thing is something about it, (laughs) this sacramental life. And I didn't even know what a sacrament was. And then I started researching and studying and learning. And I had this like unquenchable thirst to keep learning and learning and learning. It was, it's still there. But I'm kind of doing it through the Bible now. Not like how do I pray, taking courses, things like that. I'm learning life with the Lord, life with the Lord. That's it. Now this is getting really long. So if you stuck with me all the way through, awesome. Thank you. And pass this along. If anyone in your life needs a daily kick of Jesus in the pants, (laughs) then turn them on to this podcast. Everybody needs support and help and love in life. Especially on the journey, especially when life is so tough, relationships are strained, the world is upside down. We need God every moment of every day. All righty, everyone. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day.